Welcome to our Peacefully Cathartic Podcast. We're presenting our losing arguments. If you'd like to settle by the fire and prepare to relax, listen, and learn how to shut the fuck up, we'll now present our opening statements. Danny? Yeah, yeah. Peacefully, peacefully, peacefully cathartic. That's really what we're going for here, you know? It is. And it's, it's a fun point because obviously you've already made it. But I'm going to tell everybody else, you are the peaceful, and I am the cathartic. By you, are you talking about the audience, or are you talking about me? Uh, you, as in boss. Fair enough. That is me. Yeah, uh, you are peaceful. I'm, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Boss. On the other side here, we have our, uh, uh, what, what, are we, what do we like to refer to you as? Is it it's, CM? It's, yeah, it we'll CM? call me CM. And for, I almost don't want to tell everybody what that stands for, but I think no. we should. It, it, I mean, do we want, I mean, I mean, come on. It's it just, just gives a little give, bit. going to give away all of our secrets. I mean, yeah, yeah, that actually makes sense. We should, it would <laughs> be very beneficial to actually label you as what your nickname is. It might be like, we might get a lot of fun uh nicknames out of it if we don't say it but i think that they'll do that anyway so uh cm stands for cheermeister hello i am your your christmas cheer bringing it all year long there are very few things that cm enjoys in life more than christmas um and she Very. will, she rarely rages at Christmas, but boy howdy, will she rage at literally anything else that pisses her off. It's entirely true. He is not mm-hmm. wrong. But, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good point we're, we're bringing up here because we're wondering to ourselves, you know, you know, what the, what are we doing here? It's a really good question because this idea came to us. Um, for no other reason than just to do it. It's we're coming into we're coming into the end of the year 2020. Um, perhaps one of the worst years in recent memory. Um, only uh, only to be combated by the year that uh, what does the fox say come out? But that's something that we can get into in a later date. I but, think we need to at least go into that a little bit right now. Are you dogging on what does the fox say? You know, I'm not necessarily dogging on it, but I don't think things have gotten better since it came out. But then again, I mean, that, that can be said for a lot of things. Exactly. It was just the first you thing that popped wrong. in my head. I mean, we could say the you... same thing about Gangnam Style, Party Rock Anthem. We could be, you know, uh, whatever the heck that Michael uh, Posner song was, Cooler Than Me. Was that the name of the song? Oh, that was so Back bad. Back to Ratchet song to make I was like 13. Love. Oh my gosh, right? Yeah. Uh, but like before we move on, I just want to mm. say that that song, even though it became the most popular of theirs, is not even the weirdest that they have. Because I went into a little bit of a deep dive into their uh, musical history, and it's not great. But it's the type of not great that you have to listen to over and over because it's so funny. And this is the so, uh, what does the fox say, people? Right. Yeah, I, I'm so gonna pronounce it wrong, but Yivis, Yivis. Yes, that is it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, please continue. The no, I was just. Idea was just... came to us because of the 
garbage fire that is this year. Correct. And, you know, what's, you know, what's better than, you know, a garbage fire year? It's two idiots on the internet talking about a garbage fire year. And so we thought, you know what? We're idiots. We, we like to talk <laughs> a lot. We like to talk about what we're thinking about a lot. So why not just turn it into a podcast and just throw it out into the void and see what happens? So... Uh, Why not warm ourselves up with this terrible fire? Like, you guys hear the crackling and the popping from the Yule log. It's really just a dumpster fire. It truly is a dumpster fire. We're not classy at all, even though we have our pinkies up when we're drinking our tea. Always. Oh, man. Yeah, you're going to learn, my dudes. But uh, I'm just glad that the few of you that are here are here. And willing to listen to us babble about bullshit. Because it will be a whole babble. (laughs) Um, Exactly. And speaking of our first babble of bullshit, of whatever whatever our recording period is, because we still have yet to determine if this is a once a week, twice a month, once a month. For all we know, we could do this once every year. Um, but we'll figure it out let's as we not, go. Let's not give that bad energy onto this uh, Absolutely beautiful not. piece of I would, artwork. I would, I, would like, I would like to propose at least, at the very least, once a month. And that's on... At the very least! The very least. I could definitely see us doing this twice a month, but that's something that we can figure out, seeing how long it takes me to edit this, because Lord knows I am grossly unprepared. Um, but back to our original topic. Our first, uh, first kind of thing, things that have given us more or less third degree burns throughout the year 2020, we're going to talk about our outgoing commander in chief, and we're already going to start alienating our audience. So let's talk about something that's definitely not divisive, politics and the modern political structure. Do you know how many people clicked stop on our podcast already? Um, I'm here for it. You're here for it? Oh, it was beautiful. It was great to hear. But um, regardless of whatever your political affiliation is, which is a great way, I can't believe this is the way that we're starting this, regardless of your political affiliation, you, there is a level of understanding that the person in charge, uh, are we going to say names or are we just going to refer to them as the person in charge? He's not even the person in charge, though, because he spent more time not conceding and playing golf poorly at his country club than he has trying to run the country. So you beat me to it. You beat me to it. Uh, He's definitely not the person in charge. We can call him. I, I Trump. I mean, I'm I'm uh, name okay. dropping every name, wow. time. Wow. Let's do our it. First, our first name drop of Oof. of losing was, arguments. That was uh, I can't believe yeah. that's what you went with. Yikes! It was heavy, right? It, it was, was heavy. heavy. I was really hoping it was going to be later later in our Christmas at our mm. Christmas when we talk Mm-mm. about Christmas. But nah. and that's what we're going with here. But okay, yeah, I'm Donald Trump. I'm worried about his kids. Um, uh, I, that is a that is an interesting dumpster fire that we've had to deal with in the year 2020. With I mean, in all honesty, from 2016 to 2020, it has been it's been rough to say the least. It's been a uh, a yikes all around. But you you beat me to the you beat beat me to it with regards to the golf. Like he's been playing a lot of golf, mm-hmm. and I've heard he's not been playing golf very well, which is always funny. Um, it is very funny. Like, you- if you're going to uh, 
not do the thing that you are being paid for, right? At least be good at the hobby you picked up and are being watched for. Like, he's got so many pictures at his country clubs. At least be good at it. Yeah. My favorite are the ones uh, where he's coming back from the country clubs where he chooses not to fly, but he chooses to drive there. And it's him waving at, it's either him giving scowls at the protesters outside the White House or him waving at his supporters outside the White House. There's no in between, but it's it's always, he's either like kind of surprised there are people there or he's just completely and utterly disgusted. Trump tweeted unless Republicans have a death wish and also and it is also the right thing to do they must approve the $2,000 payments ASAP $600 is not enough exclamation point also get rid of section 230 don't let big tech steal our country and don't let the Democrats steal the presidential election get tough your thoughts there's there's a lot to unpack um Number one, I would just like to understand, in political history, how many presidents have incited violence the way this man has? Can we call him a man? Is he just a a bit of flesh? I'm pretty (laughs) sure at this point he's got to be AI, right? Like, there's no way that somebody has this little human compassion i don't like people that much but to be like yeah put her in jail kidnap this senator like that is so messed up and he's just getting away with it true i personally can't think of anything i'm sure people listening will probably find something please Um, do please and send it to us i would love to hear it i would love to see it Um, yes because the the thing that scares me is he has tremendous followers even you know so many people voted for him and of those people some of them can still be steered back into the fair gop like i'm not saying that gop is good nothing about it is grand um but definitely old and so there's that section but there is an alarming number of them that is ride or die like and they have proven it time and time again people actually tried to kidnap a senator because he said so they give death wishes to all of the liberal house of representative members and senate members it is terrifying to be on the opposite side of Trump right now. And I cannot believe that people still sit here and see him say those things and think it's acceptable, not only of any human being to say, right? But also of the president of the United States. No, you bring up a really good point. It's uh, it's incredibly frightening, especially for those uh, I mean, in I couldn't. I mean, name a community that's not white, and you could probably find, you know, uh, some form of uh, fear 
involved with it, whether it's admitted or not. There, I mean, whether it's yeah. in the LGBTQ plus community, uh, it's in uh, the African American community, uh, where uh, the immigration, the uh, I apologize, the um, uh, people that move to the United States uh, looking for a better life. It's it's a kind mm-hmm. of a terrifying place to be right now, but. Luckily for us, and we're going to see how the next couple weeks shakes out with the uh, inauguration and the uh, certification of the election results. But he has actively called for the um, for people to descend on Washington D.C. Um, to try and force uh, uh, the House and Senate to what is the word I'm looking for to certify Donald Trump as the winner of the election. Uh, despite, uh, literally, I remember seeing a video where a person made a full timeline of all of the attempts that Donald Trump was going to try and make to try and mm-hmm. overthrow, overturn the election, and we're like right near the bottom. Like this is the last one of the last things he can do besides declaring martial law. Yep. To which a lot of people are also worried about because of how our military and defense are acting right now. Correct. Well, it's interesting because that how they're acting right now and how um, a lot of the people, a lot of his supporters, or let me rephrase, a lot of the people that he worked with are distancing mm-hmm. themselves now from President yeah. Trump because they will not give in. I mean, for example, we saw the resigning of, uh, um, what is his name? I'm sorry. Um, uh, William Barr? That's it. Thank you. We saw the resigning of William Barr in a very strange way where you didn't hear it directly from William Barr, but you heard it from the president's Twitter account with the inclusion of his, uh, with the inclusion of his resignation letter. Oh, well, the resignation of Barr is, uh, it was, it was really strange because you saw the, uh, the, uh, publishing of his, uh, resignation letter through Donald Trump's Twitter account. And that was kind of how the information was disseminated. Mm -hmm. Um, and for really no other reason than just to say, like, yo, this guy's cool, but he's leaving. Uh, goodbye. And it was like, uh, okay. Yeah. And I, I don't think that he fully understands or cares. Uh, let me, ref- yeah, let me rephrase. He does not care that he is creating this divide in his own party. Um, you know, saying that Republicans have a death wish by not approving $2,000 stimulus. They have not wanted to approve even $600. Do you know how long it took to get that bipartisan pit bill to pass? And uh, all well, of the compromises, like majority being Democrats saying, you know, we'll, we'll give you this. We'll give you that. We'll come back on this. Like... It is crazy how quickly he's trying to switch his political views to appease the people. It's like, you haven't done this your entire presidency, and all of a sudden you want to act like you care about what's happening for the middle class. And so, yeah, I'm really pleased, though upset, I'll admit, that the Republicans are finally coming out and being like, yeah, maybe he's a bit much. <laughs> uh, and I mean, it's sad that there are still some who refuse to be like, he should, con- 
he should say that he's wrong. You know, it's terrifying that we are still here. Um, and that, I mean, he's still sending people on his subscription list. Give me $5 a day so that oh, we can those help. Are my favorite, those are my favorite <laughs> pictures. It's just yeah. like the desperation, wants- the desperate, the, the desperation of a desperate man. It's so mm-hmm. bizarre to read. And then I like, I remember watching a video of one of the, um, representatives of the house saying like you know this is just the pro you have to he lost the election you have to give time to let him grieve and i'm like do we though like i mean tell me do we really need to wait for him to grieve and is that really what the game we're going to be playing here is and it's some some republican senators have wised up and kind of like uh uh kind of understood what what he's done wrong, but there's a lot of them that have decidedly like denied it. And, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's, I, it's, it's interesting because to give, I, and this is something I never thought I'd ever say to give the president some credit and there's just not enough time. Yeah. So that's the other thing you have people Absolutely. that are, um, so he, for whatever reason, has still been posting campaign ads. Like, the election is going to be in another week. Like, he is still acting like it is not done yet. Like, we're just going to recall and say that everybody needs to resubmit their vote. So he released this campaign ad yesterday stating that Trump stands for America, even though... He sat there on a bill that was finally passed by the Senate and House of Representatives to not only stop a government shutdown, but to also put money immediately into the American people's pocket. And he sat on it and he let unemployment benefits run out and he all just to attempt to put $2,000 into our pockets, which is not going to happen at the moment we do not have the support of the senate for even a second and they have proved that time and time again so for him to be so out of touch with his own party his own people in the senate it's ridiculous and i definitely agree with you six hundred dollars isn't enough two thousand dollars isn't enough but until we can get to a point where uh someone one of the people in the senate said that it should be just a thousand dollar recurring payment monthly for people affected then we're just going to keep struggling and america is going to look like the laughing stock of COVID-19 and it's really sad to see it really is um that's not to say that we're not already kind of the laughing stock of COVID-19 <laughs> yeah but, just a little bit but I mean it's it's bizarre to see kind of like the quote-unquote because what's the word I'm looking for the Trump effect yeah which is I don't even know if this is the proper verbiage for it because and we're I'm taking a t- totally different tangent here but um Brexit is finally moving forward as the EU and Britain finally has reached a deal. Um, And so Britain is now effectively isolating itself from the rest of the EU. All the while, um, I haven't heard too much information about this. This is purely headline-based, which is a horrible way to report. But it is uh, reported that there is a 
different strain of COVID-19 in Britain, like an yes. evolution of COVID-19. I'm going to just double check this on the fly. Yeah, so there is a, another strain that is supposedly more contagious. Correct. And actually, I've also read that California is worried that they have contracted this new strain because they are seeing an unbelievable surge right now, unlike any other. So I, I don't know if we just... I don't do we uh, use some sort of technology to just disappear them from the map for a little bit. <laughs> which Not one, sure how that which one California or uh, Britain? Definitely always both. Definitely always both. both. Always both. <laughs> always both. Yes, exactly. Um, so. I mean, when I mean, I, I hate to be the person to like blame it on people. Because that's no, a but... that's a really rude thing to do, but there I can definitely see that there is um there's a social media I don't trend's not the right word uh, social media pattern of influencers gathering together during yeah. COVID nineteen lockdown restrictions and still yeah. filming and it's uh, whether it's on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, or I've even seen it on TikTok. Yep, um, absolutely. And it's and, and that's the thing, like we handled it so poorly in the beginning there was not enough good information which is fair you know we don't have that information to begin with but as it came out further and further down the line we were fed up with it already we were like no we can't do another lockdown we can't wear masks this is all ridiculous whenever people start realizing this is not about finding out who who are the sheeps in our society and it is about saving your grandmother from dying sooner than she should we're not going to get anywhere uh so absolutely it is first on scientists and our leaders for not leading us properly in the beginning but now it's on us for having all of this information and we can readily see it whenever we want and we are still deciding it's not important. Um, can I mention real quick as well all of these anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers um, who are praising Trump don't realize that he has stocks in big pharma. Mm. Like I... I am hearing an audible gasp from from people who like don't know that and kind of vibe with Trump a little bit. I'm hearing an audible gasp in my head and I love it. He has stocks with Big Pharma. So before you say that he is your savior and he's not going to make you do these things, his whole goal is money. And the better that his stocks do, the better he does. So just, I don't know, man, it's really crazy. I I would love another tweet, some a, a funny Ooh, one that we can just uh, a funny Trump tweet or just a funny yes, tweet in general. No, Trump definitely. Oh Trump. no problem. We're still on this. Say, if I mean we have the fire, we might as well roast somebody on it. This right? is true. Um, I'm not much in the mood, but I think I I'd I'd try it at least once. Mm, let's see. 
Oh gosh. Um, this is good. Uh, this is good. This was seven hours ago, replying to oh. himself. Oh, yay. Um, and this was flagged as election fraud is disputed. So Perfect. this it's Twitter did flag this as this claim about election fraud is disputed. Um, uh, this is, can you imagine if all the Republicans stole a presidential election from the Democrats? All hell would break loose. Republican leadership only wants the path of least resistance. This is my favorite part. Our leaders, uh, in quote, uh, in parentheses, not me, of course, close parentheses, are <laughs> pathetic. They, they know how to lose. P.S. I got many senators. And then in the next tweet, and congressmen slash women elected, I do believe they forgot. Oh my gosh. Correct. Oh, that's so funny. That is very, very good. Um, like, not I cannot... only, so he's he's replying to himself, but he's also sitting here, like, do you, do you not realize that you did steal the election four years ago? And we still sat there and we were like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to try and impeach you. And if that doesn't work, we're going to do everything in our power to stop you from putting legislation into place that would fuck us for eternity. Correct. Um, like, you do realize that the Russians had a hand in your election win. I'm confused. Um, and then... Also, I, oh, it was just, that's hysterical. I wonder if he realizes what losing means in a litigation fashion, because every single court case has been thrown out. Um, I think there's only one left, right? And uh, Rudy Gianni's star witness, Melissa. Oh, is that the woman who, is that the woman who was a drunk? And assist. Is yes. that the woman who acted? Oh my god, that's my favorite video. I, yeah. I love watching the uh, the reinterpretations of it on TikTok, where the people yeah. like voice it over, <laughs> and it's just this woman with this massive glass of wine. She's like stirring it with her finger, just like you yep. know, you know what? And I'm just like, this fits too well. Yeah, and, and it's they... just the icing on the cake. Go ahead. Uh, I was trying to remember if they did a parody. They had to have done a parody of that on SNL. They absolutely they... did. I can't remember what it was, but I. I can't remember who played uh, Melissa. Um, I can't either, but a lot of people were calling for her to win, like, some sort of nomination for Doesn't it. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, yeah. We're so, going to take one more small tangent. Speaking of SNL and yes. modern political structure, you already That's know cool. where this is going. Um, <laughs> Rudy, uh, Rudy Giuliani played as Kate McKinnon. Mm -hmm. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. Everything about it is my favorite thing right because mm -hmm. it's hysterical um it is spot on and then also anything that kate touches is immediately my favorite thing uh i have a newfound love for this woman um and somebody changed my mind but any time that she accidentally, and I, I do mean accidentally because the um, Dr. Winotis sketch was for sure on purpose, though absolutely adorable. But whenever she accidentally breaks and smiles just a little bit at the side of her mouth, I'm, I'm, I'm done. That's it. Uh, I've melted. I would like to propose to Kate McKinnon anytime now. 
Um, I realize she is. I mean, she's only in her thirties. That's not. She's that's not in her thirties. Off brand for me. Is she in her thirties. <laughs> stop stop she's, it. She's also only five three. No, but... <laughs> I'm looking to. I'm looking to. She's thirty six. Yeah. What the fuck? Yes. What the so, fuck? Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Yep. Oh, and she's single and ready to mingle. But I'm I'm not ne- anywhere worth her attention oh, yet. Calm but down, when calm I get down. there, when I get there, I would be more than happy to accept at least a kiss on the cheek. Uh, oh so. my gosh. I think if that <laughs> I think if that happened, you would effectively die. You I would. would just cease to exist. And you know what? I'd be happy with that. Everyone has that. <laughs> you know, that would be one of those things where if I didn't die immediately after, everything else in life would be pointless. Everything else would be less than that moment. And what is the point at that? You know? That's a good question, so- X. I, I have to ask myself that every day. What is the point? <laughs> um, oh, boss, it's to be next to me, isn't it? Uh, it is. The- it is truly. That point. is truly the dream. It is the dream. <laughs> it is the dream that I dream. Oh, um, speaking of dreams, are we ready? No, I think okay. That was okay. I'll give you that one. That was pretty smooth. It um, was so smooth. I'm actually right glad. There. I'm glad that you brought it up because I am almost out. I have just been sipping away, just enjoying my day. You know. Yeah. Um, so no. But let's. Yes. What what beverages have you brought to our drink table today? Uh, our so, fine CM. Today, I would like to talk about Hey Girl Sleep. It is Tangerine Dream Calming Tea. And I'm just going to, before we get into this little battle of ours, because it's certainly going to be bloody. Oh, jeez. Um, I just want to talk about the aroma of the tea bag before you put it into water. Smells like chocolate. What is better than that? Um, nothing. And then you put the tea bag into hot water, let it steep for a little bit. And I don't know if everyone listening is as sugar crazy as I am, but it tastes like watered down, uh, tang. And it is just a child's dream. I mean, I am in my 20s and I was back seven years old drinking with two hands because I still have to do that because if I don't, I will knock the shit out of my tooth and it will hurt. Uh, So I'm, you know, transported to seven years old drinking some orange sugar juice and it was it was better than anything not to mention the effect it had sleep normally i am up till 2 o'clock after i've laid down in bed at like midnight um tossing and turning trying to get comfortable but after i had this i i drank it around nine and i went to bed at 12 and i was asleep in like 30 minutes i had no issues i only turned around once and so really what do you got i mean that's that's 
can I say that's the dream? You know, I will absolutely give it to you. I will give you that. I will give you that much. Your tea more than likely does taste much better than the tea that I brought to the table. Full disclosure. <laughs> like, not, not even joking. Um, because uh, while you have brought in sleepy tea, mm-hmm. I have brought in um, indigestion tea, which is not really comparable, but we're going to go for it. But, um, yeah, I mean, the the other thing we have to find here is what is the criteria for winning? It's just whoever has the better argument. I'm sorry. This is true. This is true. And I'm already terrified because I feel like I'm going to get absolutely... I mean, dumped, you're the political dumped, science dumped. guy. I am the political science guy, but you're the one who's trying to abolish the Electoral College. So, I mean, I'm here to present my losing arguments, not my winning arguments. Um. Exactly. Please um, continue. I would love to. Hear um, it. I have brought dandelion root tea to the table. Yes. This is by Buddha Teas. Um, both of these teas, I believe, can be found on Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they yes. can be both. Um, yep. Um, so feel free to give it a try if you're so inclined. But this is a very earthy, um, almost bitter to the taste tea that kind of mellows out and almost numbs your tongue a little bit. Uh, it's mm-hmm. used to kind of, if you're having a stomach ache like I am today, you're supposed to like mellow that out a little bit and make it a little bit easier on you. Um, it's uh, not my preferred choice of tea, but it is the tea that I always go to when I'm having a rough night. Um, speaking of which, I probably should have drank this last night, but I am coming to the table late. Um, <laughs> but if you are looking for something to like cleanse your palate and something that's not going to stick on your tongue and just kind of like drink it, take the effects and move on with your day. This is your go-to, you know, black tea and green tea and mint tea. And a lot of these teas will just stick on your tongue. That's what CM was talking about, but this tea will. You you said it just negates all flavor that was on your tongue, right? Very true. Yeah, It is. It will pretty much like I've been drinking it and I cannot taste anything in my mouth. Like mm-hmm. there's no after, like there's an aftertaste, but the aftertaste is gone within, within a minute or two. It is there, and then it's poof disappeared. So I'm just like, this is fantastic because I have a very finicky palate uh, after being diagnosed with Crohn's disease. So the most inane things will make me feel sick. So anything to get whatever smell or taste out of my mouth, I will gladly accept. Um, so. Wonderful. That's and uh, here's a here's here's an interesting question. What are you drinking your tea out of? So, yes, it is a very interesting question. I have two mugs that are my go-to. Well, okay, three mu- Okay, four mugs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, seven mugs. <laughs> four mugs that are my go-to, and here's the breakdown. All right. Okay, I'm ready. I have a large bowl-like blue mug that you know well because you bought it for me. This is Oh, is this the saucer mug? Yes, it is. I very much just think back onto Sunday dinners with your grandparents. Uh, They're antique bowls. That is what this mug is. Um, And it's it's glorious. Mug. 
Yeah. Um, and so I use this this mug specifically for tea because for me, tea is not something that I want to sit and sip at for an hour. I kind of want to be able to drink it quickly and be done. And this mug is very wide, so it releases the heat quickly and I'm able to drink it as fast as I want. Um I feel the need in true me fast explain the other ones for the tea. So I also have a very small uh like thin mug and it is it's just straight black and it keeps the beverage very hot for very long. And I use this for chai tea. Um I, I use it for the chai tea that I make Keurig. Uh, and that's because I never drink that as quickly as I want to. I sit there and forget about it and I can come back in 30 minutes and it's still piping hot and I burn my tongue every time. Um, I have a coffee mug, which is a beautiful Starbucks rose mug that I gifted myself one Christmas. And, uh, it, it doesn't really have any like specific reasons why I use it other than I fucking love this mug. It's adorable. Um, and then the fourth mug is strictly for hot chocolate. And I'm going to tell you a fun little story. It's got a sleigh all day on the mug and it's, uh, silhouette of Santa and his uh, reindeer. And in the dumbass that I am, I went to pour out the, like I was rinsing it out and I went to dump the water. And this mug has two holes in the handle so that it can hold a glass spoon for stirring. And now I never use this spoon, so I shouldn't be as sad as I am. But I forgot to take the spoon out when I dumped the water and the spoon clashed onto the porcelain sink and broke immediately. Um, so I still like I'm still going to use this mug for hot chocolate. Like I said, I've never used that spoon maybe even once, but it was still a sad moment that I'm not too proud of myself for having. Now. Back to tea. It's also very important. You mentioned what mug am I drinking it out of? What table are we sitting at? Oh lord, we are, we are really beverages. getting into the meta of of our beverages. I mean, um, for, I think that it's very important to set a stage for them to see us discussing these teas. I really hope nobody um, sees me discussing these elegant, teas because I'm not wearing. But pants. you, you give me some sort of imagery on it. You're very good at this. So I'm sitting <laughs> at I'm sitting at a a two drawer writing desk that I bought from Target. Mm. Um, it is currently sat with uh, three different kinds of uh, smell makers. So we have a candle, a incense tower and uh, a big bottle of lemongrass hand sanitizer that I was somehow able to get on Amazon. Um, okay. I am sat in front of my wide monitor with a Blue Yeti in front of me, um, occasionally peeking over at my Instant Cart order, making sure uh, I get all of the things that I need, including my strawberries, because I don't know mm. why I order them. 
Um, I'm currently drinking my dandelion root tea out of a mug that I, uh, quote, borrowed, unquote, from a uh, Christmas party um, that I attended while I was in the military. So it is a black curved mug with the name Naval Base Kitsap engraved on it. So... Very nice. It now is, we all know Boss is a stealer. I don't want to talk about it. Mr. Steal Your Girl. Mr. Hey. Steal Your Mug. Anyway. <laughs> yes, please continue. Mr. Mr. Steal Your Mug. Um, but <laughs> I, I do not have specific mugs for specific uh, items and specific drinks. Mm. But I have. I do have several uh, several mugs that I enjoy drinking out of, um, depending on, depending on my mood of the day. But where are you, where, where are you sitting, CM? So, could I be honest? No. Um, okay, good. (laughs) I'm outside. (laughs) Uh, it's snowing. Uh, not really. It's more of a rain slush now. It was sleeting. And I have decided to sit outside to enjoy this tea so it cools down faster even faster than it would in the mug um, because I am from the East Coast, Pennsylvania, what up? Uh, and I just can't get enough of the cold. So here we are. That's fair. I'm on the opposite side of the country over here in uh, the Pacific Northwest of Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's uh, that's what uh, I can think. Arguably colder there, isn't it? Because you're much closer to Canada than Pennsylvania is right. True. Um, Am I wrong? True. Uh, I would agree with that because I know that for a fact. Because I, if I don't leave my air condition, my my heating running overnight, I wake up in the morning and I can see my own breath in my own house. Um, no, thank you. A, and that's a, and that's a tribute to uh, how uh, how bad um, the insulation is at my new home. So there's always yeah. fun with that. Um, but at this point, I believe I am ready to concede. Um, I I will accept that. I was going to go into how clearly my tea is better because it is more for people who don't drink a lot of tea um, because I honestly do not. Um, I was one of those people who would drink Lipton tea, like the stuff that you get in a scoop, like Kool-Aid fashion, and you oh, mix yeah. in water. Well, like um, can I just... Lip, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Can I just shout out my sister real quick for always saying that it was my turn to make that tea? Uh, We had a system in our house every other weekend when she would be there uh, that we would alternate who asked to make it. And it would always be my turn. But this is what you get for being the younger sister. Um, Yeah, so that's that's my not knowledge of tea because I did work at Starbucks, so I had to know a lot about it. But that's my palate is Lipton iced tea. So for me to really, really enjoy this, I mean, I was super happy about it. I didn't have to add any sugar, uh, creamer, honey, what have you, no additives. It was really great. I was super surprised and happy with it, and uh, I'm I'm not going to argue anymore. I'm really glad that I uh, took this one so easily. It was it was a clear deciding factor because not only did you have taste on your side, which I do not have, mm-hmm. but you also had the, effect, <laughs> the you also had the effectiveness of it, which mm-hmm. my was mm-hmm. trying to go off of the pure effectiveness of mine. 
but yeah. yours had both taste yeah. and effectiveness, so that just felt like a uh, like a gimme. Uh, just a sweep, wasn't it? It was honestly, it was honestly a sweep. You took out, you yeah. brought out the broom, and you just beat me over the head with it. It was a sweep. <laughs> um, there we go. All right. But uh, let's talk about something that I don't have very good of. Uh, let's talk about Constitution, not the Constitution, but let's oh, talk about like the yeah. stat- the statistics. Uh, let's talk about like Constitution. We, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to name dropping here for a second. Dungeons and Dragons. Hello, everyone. We're nerds. Um, but continue, please. We are. We are. We are democrat. We are. We are democratic tea drinking nerds, and that that name will slowly evolve as we move through some of our some of the things we want to talk about today. It will. But twenty twenty. Um, can I just ask you? Uh, the year twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, like it was right. one. Th- it's one thing to, for it to be the year of a global pandemic. It's another thing for it to be the year of a, of a global pandemic in the middle of an election year in the same year that Australia was burning. Remember that? That did like, happen. That you did originally happen. thought that this would be the worst thing that happened in 2020, but it was really like, hold my tea. Hold, hold, hold our tea. <laughs> and you know, and you know what 2020 probably drinks. 20, what tea would 2020 drink? Mm, what beverage? Let's not... Let's not, like, confine ourselves to tea. What beverage? Um, 2020 definitely chug some hard whiskey. Like, the stuff even Irish people refuse to drink. That's what 2020 drinks. I was going to say they dr- that 2020 drinks a combination of Backwoods Moonshine combined mm. with your really weird uncle's homemade kombucha. Yes. Like, you know? really gritty, alcoholic, burns your throat, you feel like you're about to die, rocket fuel kind of shit. Yeah. And the, the kombucha doesn't have any healing. Like, people generally drink that for, you know, good reasons. This one is bad. Very he drinks, like poisonous he drinks it only He only drinks it for the grittiness of it. Yes. He likes the texture of it. Like mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. definitely what 2020 drinks. But exactly. And if we if we circle it back to, you know, 2020 and the D D idea, if yep. we think about D D as a character being created, for example, we're we're not even I wouldn't even put 2020 to level one. I would put it at a level zero. Which is so messed up, right? Because it it is 2020. And with everything Level that's happened previously, 20. it's like 2019 was like, hey, we're going to put you up against, you know, your level five. We're going to put you up against, you know, three ancient dragons and then completely uh, make them immune to whatever your specialties are. And so yeah. we're going to kill you, yeah. start you from scratch, and then we're yep. going to spit in your eye for good measure. That's so, exactly what happened. When 2019 was the DM that did not change the monster stat blocks for correct. your level. They Absolutely. were the ones that were like, you know what? I'm done with this campaign. Time to die. I'm done with this campaign and I'm done with you. I hope yeah. I hope you die a painful and slow death and I'm going to enjoy it watching yeah. you die. Yeah. And so when 2020 was rolling up its character, it you know, I personally, I'm a... I'm a I'm a standard standard point array. I don't like rolling for my stats because 
I somehow always roll really badly on stat stat building, but it put all of its points into like strengths and intelligence and wisdom and didn't really care about charisma because 2020's charisma is garbage. But then when it came to constitution, it was like, yeah, how can I make this worse? And I just didn't want, want any constitution. So when 2020 yeah. was making all these constitution saving throws, world's on fire, global pandemic, election year, it was mm-hmm. like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. And just could yeah. not roll for the life of it. And then was confused, like, why can't I roll well? Absolutely. Like, what? The, the other problem I think that happened um, is that 2020 went to their D and they were like, hey, I know that it's crazy, but I want to put eight as my constitution. However, I would really, really love if my dexterity, so that I can get around quickly and mess with every single person as fast as I can, is larger. Heard about super this. gonorrhea. I yeah. heard about th- I don't even think I heard about it. I think I just saw it in a TikTok. Yeah. Because yeah, that's and how you I went, nope. Well, I saw it and I was like, that's a joke. And then, yeah, you and then you're bringing it up again. Now I'm terrified. Yeah. So um, I w- I'll like, I'll calm your fears a little bit. Like I said, scientists have not confirmed it. It has not happened. There is not super gonorrhea yet. Unless I can the get reason super gonorrhea through it- the internet, <laughs> I don't care because that has nothing to do with me. Fair enough. Um, but like the reason that it could happen is because of the use of antibiotics and then gonorrhea gets some antibodies and is fighting those. So they have to use, they, it does not make it more contagious. It does make it harder to treat. So, I mean, just be safe guys. That's, that has been this year's slogan. Be safe guys and i don't think anyone has that's uh, a lie at least 50 percent of them have. i am now throwing an audible we are no longer naming this episode what are we doing here it is what are we doing here and what is super gonorrhea like that is, <laughs> is absolutely the new name of there this we episode welcome everybody to super gonorrhea and you um but 2020 i just hope 2021 either rolls better or realizes that they're better to get a dm that's actually not a piece of shit I mean, here's the thing, right? Because 2020 is not just throwing away its character sheet and 2021 gets to start all over. I had this discussion with my sister yesterday. It is not, like, COVID It doesn't just go away. We're fine. Like, we still have to deal with these problems. In, in terms of issues that we have, it doesn't just anywhere first. That's not how this works. We're still going to have this step is that 2021 is mercy by the dm as you said <laughs> we're gonna get down to where we have to roll good at that either true. so just can we well with you know with the new incoming commander-in-chief we might get ourselves a new dm so that'll be yes. nice yeah. um he might be a little he's princed uh playing the game but i don't think he's had any experience running the but game. i don't Anything, i mean it is i think that they can no i definitely, definitely believe they're not. better i don't believe they're better i believe it's out mm-hmm. there but this is what it took to get rid of what then we currently we have go. 
I'll take I'll, t- exactly. I'll take it. You know, I am I am not a uh, I'm not a picky individual when it comes to my political leaders, but I do enjoy political leaders that at least have some sort of moral compass. Moral compass um, aren't reality TV show hosts. Mm-hmm. Don't have companies in foreign countries mm. that they are trying to, you know, max out during their stay in the White House. I mean, this there's is just a whole list of stuff, isn't there? Um, one last thing before we uh, before we kind of transition. I did see a story that they were uh, auctioning off the uh, demolition rights to Trump's uh, casino in Atlanta. It's called like the Trump Palace. It has like this uh, Taj Mahal kind of theme. Yes. And they were auctioning yeah. off rights to destroy it, and all, all of the uh, all of the proceeds would go to charity. So okay, but it was it, if they don't train Woody to push the button, what are we even doing? This is true. I would. I would <laughs> Right. Thank you. Uh, You were saying about Wonder Woman 84. Yes. So DC has a problem with making superhero movies. Um, The last one I enjoyed was the Batman trilogy, right? And even a lot of people had that issue where it wasn't good enough. Um, And I am, of course, talking about the trilogy with Christian Bale, the best Batman, come at me. Um... But the, I mean, the other movie I enjoyed was Suicide Squad, and that had a lot of issues. You know, it's, whenever I'm talking about these things, I definitely have a bias for the movies I enjoy, because I enjoy that superhero. I like Batman, I like his universe. And so, everything else is problematic, uh, Wonder Woman was the first one was good until the last 10 minutes. Um, and then that's it. You know, you can't really reference a good DC superhero movie because there isn't one. They have the structure. If all they care about is making money, then all they need to do is look at the Marvel universe and copy it. Right? They have their own superheroes, they have their own storylines, just inject it into the structure that's already been laid out and has proven time and again to be successful. And yet they still try to make their own mark on it for no reason. As we, like producers, directors, writers, all they care about is money. I don't care who you are. Uh, I don't come at me uh, with this. I, I care about the art. No, you don't, and that's okay. Indie movies, maybe, but other than that, they're in it for the money, and that's fine. But if you're in it for the money, do things that will make you money. I was watching Wonder Woman, and just a few of the issues. Wonder Woman eighty four. Let's let's. Uh, go in a few issues would be consistency not only in what we're talking about right so uh 
they inject Mayans and gods and real life presidency. There's no action or thriller. It went back and forth from five different genres in a matter of two hours. It was wild to watch. Um, not to mention that they try to make you feel bad for one of the villains. They successfully do it for one of them. Successfully. And that's because we see her humanity in the very beginning. She is a good person. And now she's not. So we understand. We relate with her issues 110%. But the other villain is just a dick. Like he's legitimately terrible. And they try five minutes before the ending to show you why he is the way he is. Nobody cares at this point. He has done so many bad things that he cannot come back from it. He is just a bad person. So that's an issue. And the other problem with DC, and this goes for all of its characters, is that there is no grayscale. In Marvel, there is always that good versus evil inside person that us as humans deal with on a daily basis. But in DC, it is strictly black and white. Wonder Woman is good. There is no bad in her. She, for a second, thinks about being selfish. And then two seconds later is like, you're right. The people are more important. And then in villains... They are just bad. They just care about causing destruction or their own personal gain. There is only black and white. And so it causes friction in our minds because we cannot relate to these characters. So if we cannot relate to them, it's already lost a point in our book. So they need to excel in something else. And they don't. They fail completely. So please, I am so confused why we keep trying to do this when it is terrible every time. The reviews are coming out that it is a waste of time. It's awful. You shouldn't watch it. I agree with that. And yet it still like broke records on HBO Mass. And they are already talking about Wonder Woman Again, because they only care about the money. And I just hope that eventually people will be like, no, the last one was bad. We're not watching this one. And then they flop. But I, it's not going to happen because people are dumb and we get things quickly. Um, so, yeah, I'm just... Honestly, if I could hit this movie... With a can of twisted tea, I would. Fantastic segue. Once again, always, always, always get with the primo stuff. Because I want to talk about something that outraged me in a good way. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, we, 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 we brand ourselves on this cathartic, uh, cathartic ideals. And, like, nothing was more cathartic 
than that video that came out of the man getting absolutely domed. And but when I say domed, I mean put to the ground. I have never seen somebody hit that hard with a can in my the life. The can exploded. The it can exploded. The can exploded. He hit the gone. man with such force yeah. that the can ceased to exist. The twisted yeah. T effectively just said, nah, "I'm good." Um, yeah. and just disintegrated. It's actually a really yeah. good question. I want to see if Twisted T has a Twitter presence, and if they that have would be said any- great. So while you look at that, um, I think that there are a few things here. This man, this is a good example of why Constitution should have a high stat block because he got back up. Correct. Somebody, please explain to me how he got back up. I would have been knocked out, my tooth would have fallen out, bloodied, blistered, all of it. So how he got back up, I don't know. But if a scientist could please conduct a few experiments, I would be very appreciative. This is why we need Mythbusters back, because I need that info. Exactly, exactly. Now, the other thing that's important to note here, not only did this man deserve it, but no police reports have been filed. True. And no um, arrests have been made. And I would just like to say that I believe they have decided they don't want to make this man a martyr. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Which man? The one who hits the, sl- the slapper or the slappy? The, the slapper, yes. Because, I mean, as terrible as it is, you can't... The idea of pressing charges against somebody for calling you names is difficult, right? But that's definitely assault. Um, being smacked with a twisted tea can. Assault with a, de- assault with a deadly weapon. Right. I, they are definitely needing to be uh, registered as one now, right? Can we come to a consensus about that? That's a thing that's <sighs> happening. That's, oh, that's really tough. Yeah. Because, yes, I, I mean, <laughs> purely in the essence of the law and how the law works. Right. Yes, right. that is that is grounds for charging. Exactly. However, however, if you have not seen the video with audio, please watch the video with audio because it provides a lot more context. The full video is like a minute and a half long. You get a lot yes. more context. It could be yes. argued, could be argued um, that it was warranted because he made a kicking motion at... Uh, uh, well, to the can, right? To, to the, can, to but the can, still, but he still made and he still made a a threatening action against him. And this is me playing so devil's ad- be... this is me playing devil's advocate. Like this mm-hmm. could absolutely be disargued in court, but like if we're talking about the full scope of the video, we had name calling, we had you know him not making threatening actions, but then when he drops the can of twisted tea, he attempts to kick it just for the sake of kicking it, because I don't know where he's going to kick it to, but I'm, I'm oh, certain yeah. I'm sur- because he was certain that when he did that, um, he was like this, it's, it's game time. 
Yeah. You know, I think that that is fair. I think that with the right lawyer, that could definitely be assessed and given enough weight that it matters. Correct. Um, but, like, it's got to be the right lawyer. It's got to be a good one. Correct. We, um, and this is one of those Better Call Saul moments sort of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. You need you need somebody who's really going to, like, if you're going to go to bat, if you're going to go to bat for, you know, a... I don't want to tell, call him drunk because I don't even know if he was intoxicated. But you sure shit wasn't intoxicated after he got hit with the tea, though. Like, he sobered up real quick. Real yeah, fast. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it's, it's, you gotta, you gotta wonder, um, what, what was going through his head, but if we're talking in the essence of the law, yeah, he should be charged. Do, as, as me as a person think that it he had it coming, a person not wearing a mask in a convenience store, talking shit to literally everybody there, making, making, causing a significant disturbance, Absolutely. Like, 100%, he had it coming. But it's a very difficult... It's a, it's a very interesting line to be drawn here. Because that now we're getting into, you know, preconceived notions and preconceived understandings and what our own yes. personal biases are. Yep. So... Exactly. You know, it's, it it's, was it's, funny to watch. Um, very funny. Him get hit. Not for him to say any of the stuff that he did absolutely not that um, was incredibly absolutely disgusting disgusting yeah um but to um to your point definitely it, it gets into our own biases and i think that that's what the whole point of this is right we're not trying to be politically correct except when we're trying to be politically correct. I was about to say, we're not trying to be politically correct <laughs> unless we're Yeah. So, you know, like I said, um, honestly, it doesn't matter because nothing has been filed. But even if that man were arrested, and this is what I mean by not wanting to make him a martyr, there would be a GoFundMe oh. page immediately. The, 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 and there would be money for his bail. There would the be money the for the top lawyer yeah. that there is in his state and the, honestly the justice system doesn't want to see that right now and the they are already of, under so much fire and and if we're if we're going to really talk about the optics of it the court of public opinion is always going to be king so regardless of what the justice yep. department deems he's still going to be a hero and i wouldn't be surprised if there are exactly. t-shirts memes i'm still seeing more yeah. memes come in my favorite is the one where it's the guy with the can of tea as uh um it's the guy who's about to get hit tagged with the word ol, O-L, apostrophe, and the other mm -hmm. guy with the can of tea is tagged with the razzle-dazzle. Yes, uh, I have seen this. Get, <laughs> he's about to get hit with the old razzle-dazzle, and it's one yep. of my favorite things ever. Yep. Um, but I yeah. I definitely get it. Um, but yeah, at the same I mean, time, but at the same time, you have if you if we're really gonna go after it's it's you're gonna set a really weird precedent. Um. If you go after if you go after that guy as a martyr because you do have this weird race relations uh, identity here because the person who, yes. that was slapped was Caucasian the person that was slapping was African American yes. so it'd be it's it like to go after it is warranted but if they were to do it there would be so much hell to pay 
and for good reason. Yeah. Like that is not, that is not something. to mention exactly all the things that we already said. Plus, know that there would be protests because unfortunately, our justice system is unfair against people of color. One hundred percent. And so he would still get sentenced, um, even if it were just for a month he would get sentenced and yeah. then there would be riots there would be protests and quite frankly perhaps that's also warranted you know um so it's good that we don't have to see this play out but it's something to think about because part of me that is still concerned that it might play out yeah, because yeah. I'm concerned to see what spheres it grows into because so far we're only seeing it in like the local meme sphere on social media, but I'm concerned what will happen if it reaches, you know, some of the more uh, right-minded sides of social media. Um, Absolutely. Um, uh, it's something that I'm curious to see and I don't want to see, but it is definitely something that has crossed my mind. Um, yes. But let's transition away from... The cathartic, the the catharsisism of twisted tea videos, and let's transition to something a little bit more cheery. Oh, um, um, I would love to move into the cheery, but can I just add here for one second? Absolutely. That as a person who um, watches the same thing over and over again, but also dives into documentaries and comedy and you know uh, baking shows and movies. Please, please, please do not watch Wonder Woman 84. Uh, it was awful. It was very bad. Chris Pine is worth so much more. Uh, somebody was making a joke to me that, uh, you know, they could have gotten a stand-in Christopher Walnut, um, Christoph uh, Oak. You know, somebody else could have been in Chris, Chris Pine's place because he is worth so much more than spending time on this terrible movie. Um, so please, please, please do not watch it. But there is a movie you should watch. And if for no other reason than to figure out exactly what we're talking about, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So that's your transition. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I was curious to see, like, where are you going with this? Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. get it, but like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so, boss, you have some strong feelings about a certain relationship. I, you know, I movie. do. I really, really do because yeah. it confuses me sure. and it doesn't make me uncomfortable, but it doesn't well, make me comfortable fair. either. Yeah. So I'm, it's, it's the relationship that's established at the end of the movie between Martha Mayhew and, uh, Jim and, uh, Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Yes. Uh, we are talking about the live action version, not uh, the original. The original animated special, very good. Right. The mm -hmm. new, uh, the new one, voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch, not, not bad. good at all. Nope, not, not good at all. You're gonna say it's not good at all. That's fair. I'm gonna, I will, I will so give you that. I have this problem with movie where they name themselves after things that have already been, and then completely jump from the idea that has been set. So Benedict Cumberbatch's Grinch is not mean. He's just grumpy. He's Scrooge. He's not the Grinch. And okay. so if they had named it something else, they could have kept the whole movie the same. He's green. There's similarities. But if they had named it something else, I probably would 
enjoyed it, but I don't. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Young Grinch. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, no, but the live action version. I, I want to talk about not, the dynamic. Yes. Can I just yes. not the live action musical? That no, no stop it! I completely <laughs> forgot that was a thing, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay, <laughs> great. So Jim carries the Grinch, the best Grinch. Let's uh, let's get into this relationship. Absolutely. Um, this relationship is fucking weird. <laughs> um, because I I I, I want to play it out as if it's a real life relationship. Mm-hmm. And doesn't take place in the combines of uh, Whoville. Because on a snowflake. On a snowflake, truth. I keep forgetting it takes place on a single snowflake, which is Yeah, everyone really does. Weird. It's a really I've just weird... watched it so many times. Yeah, I, we know you did. <laughs> um, but it's... So, we're played out like it's in real life. So, Martha and the Grinch are like elementary school sweethearts. Who um, never actually spoke to each other. True. Because Martha was trying to uphold societal and be with what I can only assume was a trust fund baby. I could absolutely agree with that point. Okay. And she uh, had, had effectively has not seen him in, I mean, if we're saying the Grinch was 10, I'm going to give it give it a light number and say he's 10 years old in the, mm-hmm. in the flashbacks. Yes. But then later in the movie, if it's really hard to determine how old he was, because if we're going off of the if we're going off of the um kind of the mayor because they were all in the same elementary school class they look like they're i would say that martha the grinch and the mayor are all in their early to mid 40s because that's just the vibe that i get from the mayor so can i I say something that you're gonna laugh at me for say it um the animated grinch is 53 um, don't ask me how I know this. I just do. But we can assume that, I mean, it's not crazy that Jim Carrey's Grinch would be in his 50s. No, He's not at all. He's lived a life of seclusion. True. But, and then Cindy Lou is probably, again, 10. She's finding out about the Grinch yes. at the same age that the Grinch left, right? So. Yeah. Uh, if his, because his, uh, Cindy Lou's parents are also the same age as Martha and the Grinch, so they would have had to have had Cindy at forty three, and that's not impossible. No, that's definitely not impossible at so, all. So um, yeah, we're giving him. We're gonna go with probably fifty, fifty three years. But I mean, but even more so, that just further adds to the point. That's kind of. You haven't seen, you effectively, the Grinch simped over uh, Martha Mayhew um, for, I would give it maybe six months, because there isn't any further backstory beyond that. So I'd say six months of, six months of simping, um, and then go, and then immediately after is rejected, goes to live in the mountains at age 10, um, and effectively becomes a hermit um, up on top can I just interject that he was not rejected by Martha? 
No, he was not. He was yeah. not rejected by Martha. He was rejected by his classmates. Or he, or he in his mind believed he was rejected by his classmates because they were laughing at him so significantly. And, I mean, to be fair, that's, that's fair. You know? That's a, that's he, a, that's a very valid uh, conclusion to make. Yeah. But you have this hermit who hasn't seen Martha Mayhew in 40 years appear right. to become the holiday cheermeister of right. the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I would, like, the Grinch is not a good person. I'm just going to say this. The Grinch is not a good person. He is a very brash and selfish person. And even through the end of the movie, he is still a brash and selfish person. Um, expand on that towards the end of the movie, because you're definitely right for most of it. Um, but you also have to remember why he's like that. Not only is he different than all of the other Who's. Literally, there is not a single one that looks like him. But he's also been made fun of his whole life because of it. And True. he he did not enjoy Christmas and everyone else around him did. It's the classic, like, I'm not normal in any sense of the word. I'm right? not like other girls. I don't yeah, like Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. So please uh, say how he's selfish towards. So he does save Cindy Lou. There is that. Yeah. Yep. But all of his actions that he makes through the end of the movie, because he saves her, um, uh-huh. but he really saves her for himself because he he's going to feel bad about it. Um, and okay. you can argue, you can argue whether or not that's intentional or unintentional, but all of his actions, none of his actions were truly selfless. Like all of his actions had a self preservation, uh, modicum to them. Yeah. Um, because, there is there is a good reason to believe that if he did kill Cindy Lou Who, they would definitely hunt him down. Like Oh, absolutely. It's classic Freddy Krueger, right? Very much so. Yeah. So So whether um, you whether you argue that was what his intention was or not, that's what I believe. But back to the Martha Mayhew. I um, I will give you real quick that it was selfish in the way that he saved her because he did not need to show off his muscles and save the entire sleigh and present food he could have just told cindy to jump and he could have caught her this is true because um, we've already established that grinch is a very strong person like yeah. he is his superhuman strength yes absolutely super grinch strength so yeah i'll i'll give you that i think that he truly and genuinely wanted to save Cindy Lou because she was the only who in his life besides his parents who like adoptive lesbian orgy parents, right? I forgot that about that. That was it, definitely a thing. It was. Yes, exactly. Even they did not find him. They were aware of where he went. People knew that he lived at the top of Mount Crumpet and they were like, nah, it's good. He's okay up there. A 10-year-old child is fine. Exactly. But Cindy Lou was like, no, he shouldn't be alone on Christmas. He should he should be given the holiday cheermeister. He is a good person, and I'm going to figure that out with him. 
So yeah. I think that he truly has We're gonna a... We're going to go through the Grinch's trauma together. Exactly. Yeah. I think that he has a true um, love for Cindy. Um, that he wanted to actually save her unselfishly. But picking up the entire sleigh, that, that was an issue. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed excessive. But it, back, yeah. to, b- back to Martha Mayhew and the Grinch. Yes. Um, so she effectively gives up the man who she's been seeing for about, I would give, I would say for 30 years because, well, 30, I wouldn't no, say no. seeing since she was 10. Okay, I wasn't sure. And girlfriend in school, yes. That's true. So yes. she effectively, she, he effectively that. proposes to her. He is a yes. dick, but yes. she, he gets, he gets her a new car, a uh, big ring. And I'm not here to be like, you know, the mayor was right, but, you know, that was a very... That was a big gesture. And it's a classic. He gives you all of the things that you could ever really want or need. Why don't you just love him? This is true. Or marry Can him. Can I because mention, please they do. do not live together. They don't. I forgot they don't live together. They yes. they believe in Christian values. Um, um, we can, I believe, I believe okay. that, believe that okay. Whoville is a devout Mormon community um, I, I with will... magic underpants. I will argue that I don't want to add our religious uh, means onto this otherwise unsullied community, right? Not to mention they live their life because they are born and they die the time it takes for a snowflake to fall from the sky. Can you imagine how many who's die during a snowstorm? Yeah, like, isn't that we're sad? Talk, we're talking we're, every time, every time, every time snowfalls. We're talking massive genocide. Exactly. So it's it's really messed up when you think about it. Um, there is the argument that like they're moving, uh, they're moving at normal speeds, and we're just going super slow. slow. And so, like, you know, there's there's different arguments, but I just like to. Th- at a good speed and they are dying at an unknown rate um, which makes this a bit sad but can I say something that will make you I was thinking about this today because I knew you wanted to talk about it for a while and I think that this will help you not feel uncomfortable about it so if you watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas and this is a you know a dig at the times this was made in 2000 there are two people of color and only one of them has a speaking part and it's a cashier at a retail store that is the only person of color i know the scene you're talking about you're talking about near the beginning of the movie where he's like trying to like in the middle of the christmas uh rush trying to like yes. get everybody don't money forget back. your change yes. don't forget your yeah yeah um so Really, if we think of the Grinch as a person of color who was just made to be an outcast because he was the only one, then it it becomes really sad, doesn't it? Like, it is more realistic than we could have ever realized. Like, we push people who are not Caucasian into their own communities. We deal with their budgets and we give them less than Caucasian people get. And 
whenever you think about it that way, Martha going towards societal norms of not being an interracial relationship, I think that looking back on it, we're like, okay, it's not crazy. It's not such a bad thing. He just has a hair problem, which is also not uncommon. And he's just a person of color. Oh. That's an interesting the, that's an interesting tan that's an I was I was thinking about that. Um yeah. not not in that not that explicitly, but it did cross my mind occasionally, um, using the Grinch how the Grinch stole Christmas as an allegory for systemic racism. Mm-hmm. Um which was a very interesting and it's something that I was like yes and no because it felt like too far of a push but at the same time i do kind of i do get it i genuinely do understand it um it's just i i i see it and it's difficult for me to quantify in my head to kind of like put all the pieces together i would definitely have to rewatch the movie three or four more times to fully yeah. try and like look for it um yeah but that is something to save for another day. But I'm still just the relationship dynamic. I just believe as it's presented without yeah. looking at surface values, an extremely weird dynamic they set up between the Grinch and Martha May who, mm-hmm. because she, effectively I think that, means- yes, I think that you have a good point there where this woman has been living as a girlfriend to a person for 50 years. And just throws it all away to be with someone she has not seen frame. I think that that is a valid point. Now, do we believe? Yes. No, no, go. I was going to say, do we believe it's because of what he's packing? Could that be it? She wouldn't know that, right? That's true. There's a lot of fur. There is a lot of fur, but he doesn't wear pants. Like, he just wear pants in a movie, though. So much of the time. He only wears the pants whenever he's wearing that later hose or whatever. Yeah. Like that that's the only time that he wears pants. Even whenever he's dressing as Santa, he's only wearing the coat. Which means that he needs clothes, right? That gives us the precedent that he should be wearing clothes, but he doesn't. So if we're meant to think that he's just a Ken doll down there, because nothing's hanging out. This isn't like, um, oh, shoot, what's that movie? Now I can't think of it. Um, with Rorschach and... Oh, yeah, the big the B- Mr. Manhattan, big blue dick guy. Yes, yes. Like, there's not that in the background every second you look. Is he... Are they just dolls? They've got nothing? So now we're getting into the discussion of the anatomy of the who. Yeah, and, uh, and I which don't is, know if Dr. Seuss ever went into that. I mean, you know he probably thought about it. Probably. If you, if you heard, it, like, Dr. Seuss as a person. Yeah, he super, was not. Super fucked up. Writers. Nope. So, uh. And I would be surprised if there isn't some, you know, what's, what's, what's happening down there i would love to see this um but i will have to save that for another day
go throw them the outside for the birds. I'm like, okay, this is quality bread, but sure. Like, this you is told me to do it. I like do this it. idea of young CM saying, like, but mother, <laughs> this, is, this is quality gluten development, and you yeah. wish to provide it to the birds? Yeah. I understand so, what you're saying, but I do not like it. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, a lot of people don't, but explain how it depicts our mentality. So... I believe that people that consume the butts of bread regularly yes. are masochists. Okay. Because I believe that there is definitely instances where I will eat the butt of the bread when I'm out of bread or I'm looking for a very specific taste of like crust and barely any, uh, barely any inside loaf. And I mm -hmm. put that in the toaster. I put a little peanut butter on it. And that mm -hmm. is a cr that is a crunchy treat it for is. all to eat. Yeah. And so, when you say masochist, I just want to yes. make sure for everyone: are you talking about the sexual pain, or just an activity that appears to be painful or tedious? Like an activity I that appears to be. No, doing... I'm not talking about sexual masochism. Okay, I'm talking I just want to make sure for everyone to know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole different podcast, yeah. and we will get to that at a later date. Wait a but bit. A little, little bit later. But I believe that if you regularly consume the butts of bread, I don't believe that you have the proper respect for yourself. Because I think we can all agree that in your typical loaves of bread, the butts of bread are the worst part. I believe you're saying that the people who eat the butts of bread are self-loathing and they believe people that who, they deserve who, the worst of the worst. People people who consume the butts of bread regularly, regardless yes. of the loaf, regardless yes. of the kind of bread. Like yeah. for me, I cannot I like if it's a piece of like your standard, you know, wonder bread, white bread, and mm -hmm. there's the butts of bread there, I'm gonna still eat that because I know that's just plain old bread. But if we're talking sure. like a 21 grain wheat loaf that I usually will consume. I do not eat the butt of that bread because okay. it is almost purely seeds and it is like, it is just not palatable yeah. um, in my personal sense. And so people that will eat the butts of bread regularly either have a completion complex where they have to complete something regardless of how painful it is. Yes. Or okay. they just don't have the proper self-respect for themselves that yeah. say like, because I understand there is a level of privilege in not having to eat the butts of your bread because mm -hmm. I could just go out and buy another loaf. Yeah. But yeah. if you're in a position to not have to consume it, but you still continue to consume it. Yeah, there we it, go. It, it makes you wonder kind of like, why Why would you do that? Like, who hurt you, <laughs> you know? Um, so I, before I move on here, I just want to say that this is your opening line in any dating app you ever use oh come on um absolutely this this strikes up so much conversation it gets into who they are what their issues are immediately without being like hey tell me about how your dad hit you when you were two right like jesus <laughs> um so number one first and foremost that is it that is forever the best line anyone can use to start a conversation in a dating app now with that being said i think that you hit the nail on the head because very much so there i have the i need to complete everything um 
no matter how painful or stupid it is. Like in a video game, I have to sequence before I can stop and do the next thing. Um, and so I also have a problem with, I, I wouldn't say self-respect, but I would say self-worth. Like I don't deserve better than the butts of bread. Exactly. So I think that's, that that's you are correct in this. And it scares me how um, right it is. Like it just, it sounds like some sort of unknown psychological technology that I have not been made aware of yet that no therapist was like, hey, do you eat the butts of bread? You could have learned so much about me if you just asked me that question. We could have gone into it so much quicker. I wouldn't have had to divulge information that I was uncomfortable with. Like, you could have known without knowing by asking that question. And I think that I am, I'm not uncomfortable with this newfound theory, but it is, it's a, it's kind of, um, making you confront it a little bit isn't it i, I like this i like this tangent i want to i kind of want to role play this out i'm your third <laughs> danny oh, do you eat the, do you eat the butts of your bread i absolutely do all the time so you hate yourself so you think you're undeserving of love and by love i mean the interior of the loaf got it got it got it got it, <laughs> got it. okay i mean I mean, I'm no weirdo. I don't eat the butts of my bread, so clearly I don't hate myself. <laughs> I don't know why your therapist is all of a sudden turning into a major asshole, but it just felt like it just felt like if he's going to jump to that conclusion just right off the bat, it's kind yeah, of a dick. You know, you're right. This is why they haven't asked me the question. Don't go to them consistently or enough times for them to finally ask me that question. It's not. It's not. So, it's not your fault. Yeah, it's their fault. Yeah. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's very feelings are valid sort of thing, and I, I'm here for it. If you consume the butt the butts of your bread, you are not a bad person or wrong. You just but hate it yourself. Is, you just and hate I think yourself. You should look into it, and you should definitely look into it, and or look at buying yourself better bread. Yeah, if you're I, if you do it because you enjoy it, you're psychotic. Um, but at least <laughs> get good bread, you know. Yeah. Get the good bread. Go to your local bakery. Yeah. Ask for the best bread butts they have, and get a yes. bag of bread bread butts. French baguette. French baguette butts are some of the best, especially oh, for garlic man. bread. Ooh, yep. they got all those crispy bits. Yummy, yummy, yep. yummy. There we go. Um, I have garlic bread on my way over, and I'm so so excited. Um. But that brings us to our final portion of today's uh, episode of Losing Arguments. We just uh, want to remind you, after that discussion, that you do, in fact, deserve and live. Um, just breathing is good enough, but, you know. And that is non-negotiable. That is something yeah. that we will not accept any other answer than yes. Because yes. everybody is deserving of love on some level. Yes, exactly. Except... I'm going to be bold here. Donald Trump. So, boss, please I mean, tell he, us. Yes. What'd you do this week? So, 
I've been going through a mental slump lately. It's been it's been rough goings, but you know, I, I finally got the energy together to um break down all the Amazon boxes that I had in my living room. I will shop when I'm bored or tired or lonely or any other emotion that possibly could leave me to just scroll through Amazon mindlessly. So I bought a whole bunch of stuff on Amazon and it just kind of sat in my living room, never was opened, never took it out of the boxes, never took it out of the bags. And it just kind of slowly started piling up, not to the extent that I was buried or a hoarder, but to the Mm -hmm. point where my couch was definitely had more Amazon boxes than free space. And there was just kind of a general sense of just like, not being able to control my own surroundings. And I just like, I don't know what any of this stuff is, what it's doing here. Why did I get this? And it's just kind of like a level of self-hatred that kind of came together and just was like, okay, we're done with this. We're going to cut it off at the source. And we're just going to open up all these boxes, take everything out, put it all away, you know, just take the time to really put it all together as needed. Um, That's huge. And so I, uh, I put it all in recycling and I'm going to be doing another big load of recycling because I still have more boxes left over, but they're not taking up space. They're all broken down and ready to be recycled when I have room in my recycling bin. Yes. Uh, CM, how about you? What what's 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 your little victory for the for the week? You know, I uh, for some reason this time of year is always when my biggest catastrophe happens. Um, something always hits. Like- broke down and it was going to cost four thousand dollars to get a new engine um you know just the list goes on i don't really want to get into too many personal details but this year um my domestic rabbit who i've had for nine and a half years now he's an old boy um got a respiratory infection. He was really uh, snotting up at the nose. And I took him to the vet and they thought that it was more serious than just antibiotics. Um, He was losing weight rapidly and he just didn't have energy or balance. And um, they gave me the option of trying the antibiotics and critical care and getting him some good supplement and calorie intake quickly or putting him down and I decided that's not the route we're gonna take so we tried antibiotics we got him some good calories and he has bounced back beautifully he uh doesn't have any snot under his nose his face is completely clean uh, he doesn't let you push him over when he's standing up and he's eating like a champ. So this year, Christmas was like, yeah, Cheermeister does so much to make sure that Christmas is alive. We're gonna, we're gonna save her this little bit of misery for at least a month. Um, <laughs> and I was, I was really like down from that. So I didn't do much work at all. And I have since uh, gotten all of my remote work done. I'm back to where I was before, which was still eating the butts of bread, but it's okay because that is just a part of who I am. And that's, that's really what it comes down to is you don't have to be perfect all the time. We rarely are, but it's understanding when you've done something good 
whether it's for yourself or for others Mm -hmm. and recognizing that and taking pride in that. And that's, you know, we get angry and we get upset and we get, you know, pissed off is a really good word to phrase it at the general sense of the world and what the world gives us and what we have to deal with. But it's how we react to those is Mm -hmm. really what it comes down to. And, you know, I'm really glad to hear, I'm really glad to hear that chaos is coming back. Um, Yes. And I just want everyone to know that even though we're angry about a lot of things, we are not angry with you. Never. We are, we would never be angry with you. No. So thank you so much for grabbing a fire uh, log and throwing it into your fireplace, joining us with a relaxing cup of tea. And I truly hope that you come back here next time. We cannot wait to see you guys again on whatever our next episode may be and what we might bring to the table. Mm -hmm. But be sure you are allowed to stay in this space as long as you need it. Just taking a break, but please be sure before you leave to douse the fire. Unless, of course, you're trying to make a point. Thank you for listening.